Welcome to the Interviewing Artist series. This podcast is dedicated to interviewing undergraduate studio art students at the University of Guelph in partnership with the Juried Art Show and Kaleidoscope Magazine. My name is Maylene Harrison, and I am one of the Juried Art Show or Jazz volunteers for this year's 53rd annual exhibition. Today we're recording in Guelph, Ontario, which is situated on treaty land that is steeped in rich indigenous history and home to many First Nations, Inuit and Métis people today. We acknowledge the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation of the Anishinaabek peoples on whose traditional territory we are meeting. Lovely. So why don't we just get started with you introducing yourself and maybe what your practice is like, what mediums you use? Sure. So my name is Riley. I am a fifth year studio art and art history double major. Um, I'm currently in the specialized studio program, which allows me to continue with my painting practice and my printmaking practice. So um, throughout the last four years here, I've been able to take a bunch of different mediums. However, painting and printmaking have definitely been the ones that have stuck and have been my favorite. Um, I've taken a little bit of sculpture, but that's kind of just like an on the side type of deal. Um, but yeah, for my painting, I work primarily in abstract and printmaking is more representational. Um, I feel with painting, you can be more expressive and gestural and mark making and with printmaking, the different media it has allows you to really be able to express in fine detail and I think that's what I love about both of them that they're so different and mm-hmm. I can express differently. <laughs> How has your like art practice changed over your uh, time at University of Guelph? Wow oh my goodness it has, <laughs> changed, it has changed so much I think I think I've definitely considered myself an artist now I think that was the one of the hardest things was coming from high school and not feeling adequate or mm-hmm. <laughs> like an artist you know like yeah, I definitely know the feeling I mean your family your family tells you like oh my goodness like you're an artist like my little artist and I'm like really because like I don't see myself as that like I don't feel that way but man the professors have just helped me grow and have helped me learn so much that it's mm-hmm. I skills I didn't have before and just knowledge I didn't have before and like simple things of like building your own stretchers or little tiny techniques that just like help go a long way and just the staff here and like the professors have just been so amazing and I think that they're the ones who have helped me like grow so much not necessarily like skill wise I guess in my artwork I don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's a hard Um, one sorry yeah I know sorry for bringing out the big guns right from the start but oh uh, it's fine um, (laughs) um so you mentioned that you're drawn to like print um and painting um like uh what I guess conceptually does your art look like in those mediums um polar opposite (laughs) with painting I tend to work more in color and really manipulating like the properties of color and the whole process of mixing paint and building my own stretcher and just really like building the whole thing from beginning to end whereas Mm -hmm. with print like you have everything already there for you and I like to work really really dark in that medium I think I feel for me it's a great one to express like struggles and like feelings and emotions and 
just with the different like medias like within taglio like you can just get like super dark rich yes yeah. rich lines and like like kind of like static noise in it and I don't know like that just really just draws me in <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what are some maybe some artists that have inspired you then um for that sort of uh, aesthetic that you are going for in print or even in painting as well yeah um for painting Tama Abst she amazing and Amy Selman um they both work like directly with color and Amy I love Selman's Amy Selman on her her essay on colors just mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. haven't read it like you need to read it it yeah. <laughs> really helped me to understand what I was working with and how to like approach mixing paint mm-hmm. and Tama Abs, like I'm really focusing on showing the layers within my paintings and she is an artist who continuously builds layers on top of her paintings always leaving a previous layer like shown mm-hmm. um so she is just kind of who I am not necessarily modeling my paintings after but definitely taking inspiration from and for print I'm gonna say his name wrong but I think it's pronounced <laughs> Bastian I Bastian Alder I don't know how to pronounce his name I apologize and and anyone else who knows (laughs) not go with names um but he did a piece on crap I forget the name it was something along the lines of like I'm upset and I'm like gonna show you I'm upset and it kind of goes along with the whole idea of me using mental health as the subject for my prints and I used myself as the subject matter which is very difficult to do (laughs) so like kudos to people who do that and he was kind of an artist I looked to because he used himself like crying um and then I kind of did a piece that like looked not necessarily similar to that but kind of gave off the same like idea of like this is me I'm putting my truth and my vulnerability out here Mm -hmm. so he was another one (laughs) yeah and I find that I don't know uh, a lot of my practice also um, includes myself or self-portraits of some aspect and it's often very hard to like put yourself um, or be that vulnerable in your art Um, yeah um, how has that been like I don't know to overcome or like using yourself as inspiration um for your art and content um I definitely think it helps others uh who are also dealing with the same thing and for me I found that there is only like positivity which is not a bad thing in art um (laughs) like the positive aspects of like mental health being like oh like you'll get through this it'll be okay and it's like well I want to see and I want to depict like the actual struggles like I don't see that and it's like yeah yeah I need that representation to know like I'm not alone so I kind of created a whole series based around like um my struggles and like a few of my friends too who are in university and also Mm -hmm. touched upon like the tragedies we had here at Guelph in my first year um just kind of showing like this is real like this is happening and there's Mm -hmm. not just the overcoming it side like there's still the dealing with it and this is what it looks like for some people and I just really wanted to a picture to struggles 
for some people who don't even know what like that would look like or what it would feel like so mm-hmm. yeah oh wow yeah I um I know <laughs> I also do <laughs> yeah heavy topic but uh I think it's very important especially in the demographic that we're in um just so many people in university are struggling so much with their mental health and it's so ubiquitous and kind of not talked about um or it's talked about very vaguely um yeah. and I feel like seeing because I have I've seen your art and uh, I know which pieces you're referencing um and seeing that like vulnerability um and like such a personal reflection it, it's very almost comforting you know yeah and I know it's definitely hard for people to look at and I think mm. that's kind of the point like I, I want you to know that like I suffered this, someone else suffered this, someone you know, someone who's a loved one, even a stranger. It's like, it's really eye-opening to see struggle in a picture form. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, you hear about it a lot, but like, it's like, you can kind of picture it for yourself, but I don't know. I'm just trying to help other people to understand that like, yeah, this is such a real thing and it's such a real time thing. Mm-hmm. And it's never yeah. going to go away. And it, we need to keep the conversation going. And yes, it's really what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's nice to see, um, like, mental health struggle depicted so openly, just because I feel like even in university, knowing um, how many classmates, because, like, often people put that into their art. So um, it is it is known um, in in our program, um, seeing all of our classmates struggle, um, it often is only till you see it depicted in their art that you can like understand what they're going through because so many people hide these things. So it's it's so uh, it's good to see um, that you're not alone in the in all of these like hard times because university can be so isolating. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, which. Yeah, I know I'm not the only one who struggled with that. And just even though it's a culture shock, like all in and mm-hmm. all in it of itself. <laughs> um, and I think that was just another hard thing, too, because I'd always had like my older sister to look up to mm-hmm. and kind of like show me the ropes like in elementary school and in high school. And then university came and I was going to a different one and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. I have to figure this out for myself. I know, it's yeah. Definitely hard. On your own for the first time, yeah, hard for sure. Um, and yeah, a lot of your art obviously speaks to, to like very personal matters. Is there any work um, that I don't know is your favorite, or you feel the most proud of, or you think is the most important? Um. Yeah. So I did in print. Three, I believe it was um the fall semester 2019 I did a photo intaglio series called the party's over which was based on the aftermath of a panic attack and what that looks like mm-hmm. for me so in a very vulnerable state I took <laughs> photos of myself and I edited them in photoshop and had films made and printed five different images I believe so I had a portfolio of 10 um and two of each so that was definitely definitely hard because that was the first time I had ever put myself into my work 
like physically, mm-hmm. <laughs> not just like mentally, emotionally, like it was, it was all there for me. And mm-hmm. I displayed it in my first show. And that was kind of the first time, like a lot of family members and friends, I guess, had an idea of like the struggles I had gone through and am like still battling with. Wow. Um, I was very proud of that because even presenting it to my classmates and like my friends and it's like I try to be as open as I can because I know other people are going through it and it's hard Mm -hmm. for them to be open and I just want people to know that like I can be their safe space if they need it so that's why I wanted to like put myself out there because it's like I one day like this is going to be really helpful for someone else so I need to like just do this for not only myself to grow and like learn but for other people as well and I think that's my most proud work (laughs) Mm -hmm. um I don't know Uh, on that topic uh since I don't know the topic uh or I guess like the themes in your art are seem very like emotionally charged or like sometimes dark um what is the process of making that art like like is it emotionally taxing on you is it like therapeutic um yeah definitely all the above I think it definitely it starts from a place of like sadness and kind of like self-hatred like self-loathing like all of that and it's like Mm -hmm. I need somewhere to put this energy and that's why I'm so thankful for art and it being such a therapeutic practice for literally anyone like you don't have to be an artist but you can Mm -hmm. use it as like a way to just like calm yourself down and yeah I therapeutic 100% like carving or taking photos and editing them and that's why I think I like photo intaglio so much is that the process is definitely very long of getting films made and then exposing them and rinsing the plates and then prepping the plates and then inking them up and doing that process over and over and over again Mm -hmm. just it's so rewarding in the end because then you can just make multiples and continue like making one thing. Whereas I feel like with painting, it's like you just kind of keep going and then you only have one outcome. Whereas with yes. print, you have multiple. Mm-hmm. That's what I love. That's what I love about both of them. But like, I don't know, print just like really the multiple thing just like draws me in. Oh, And yeah. the long, hard, emotionally exhausting process of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love... Oh, I have a mixed relationship with print. I, I definitely okay. understand the the arduous like process of it that kind of draws me away. But yeah, the fact that that I have like so many works of art at the end, it just makes it so much easier to share uh, like my message or like um, my my skill um, or like this aesthetic piece, these aesthetic pieces with them um, with people in my life. I love giving art to friends. It's great. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> Um, do you have like any, you said you're in, um, specialized studio right now. Um, are there any projects that you're currently working on? Yeah. So I'm working on a couple of paintings. I've kind of taken a step back from print at the moment just because pandemic and being Mm -hmm. on campus and just all that, all that fun stuff. Um, I started a few I guess I kind of started a painting series last semester where I wanted to show the process. So I started deconstructing my monochrome paintings that I had previously done. Um, Just because it's hard to see an artist's hand in a work 
over a Zoom call. Yes. If yeah. you can't see it like in person. So I really wanted to show my classmates who aren't painters or who haven't taken painting or is that's just not their medium, um, like what painting can do and how it can transform. Um, mm-hmm. so that's what I'm kind of working on. And I'm really just working on color application and color mixing and trying to use unconventional tools, like yeah. kind of traditional stuff, like not just sticking to a paintbrush and working both vertically and horizontally. I'm just, I'm just having a fun time right now. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually knew your, of your paintings before I knew who you were. Um, oh, really? I gotta say, yeah, they're just so, oh, man, <laughs> I literally, I saw them and I, on someone's story or something. And then I just like scrolled through your Instagram. I'm like, oh my God, these are great. Oh, thank you. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah, I love your use of color. It's, it's very, very great. Oh, also on that note, if, um, anyone hasn't uh, read that Amy Silman uh, essay, it's, I would suggest it um, to whoever's listening right now. Highly suggest it. Uh, It'll change your outlook on color and pricing and just the whole thing of being an artist mm -hmm. in painting. Yeah. (laughs) What a great artist she is. Um, Yeah, I know. I was so sad her talk got canceled. I know. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Note. Yeah, the show was in lecture. I was so excited. Like, my heart stopped when it was announced that it was her. I was like, my dreams are coming true. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, I was really disappointed. I hope they do a Shankman lecture this year, though. Um, it's definitely a valuable experience that uh, our program offers up. Yeah. Um, I would attend a virtual one. Yes, just me too. to hear her. I, <laughs> yeah. I just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, you mentioned before um, about having to show paintings or like interacting with classmates um, over Zoom. How has working through the quarantine been, or working from home? Um, I know you have a studio for specialized. Yeah. Um. Well, at the beginning of the lockdown I didn't have a studio space so I moved to my basement (laughs) um (laughs) that's where my room is working from home is difficult it's hard to separate the place where you sleep and the place where you create yeah (laughs) like it it's not good like it's not good for me I don't want to say it's not good for everyone but like personally for me like I need that separation like Otherwise, my motivation for either sleeping or creating is just not there. Um, But being able to work in the studio has definitely helped and has definitely changed my attitude towards things, I guess, that I take for granted. Um, I see. Yeah. Like time and space. (laughs) That is not my own. But yeah, I guess working from home, it's not my personal choice or my personal favorite but if you can do it go for it um Mm -hmm. but over zoom I feel like it's more relaxed like I don't feel the tension like having a zoom call crit like the tension being in person and people like physically looking at your work like up close Mm -hmm. I don't know it really (laughs) it makes my heart race like it gives me (laughs) a lot of anxiety and I Mm -hmm. I don't know why I feel different I guess I have like I'm in the safety of my own space like by myself 
in that like separation from everyone yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know it's you would think I'd feel the opposite but truly I kind of don't miss in-person crits or anything like that so mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the zoom call did things. you start out um sorry uh did you no, start out um during the quarantine painting from home as well uh yeah so I Ooh. I was in painting for last winter semester everything got shut down I brought everything home and I painted from home and I finished and I was like I I, I cannot do this like this is not okay and then we got yeah. word that we could work on campus if we needed to and I was like thank god (laughs) I I will take what's available if it is and I'm definitely following all the guidelines I promise I'm taking all the procedures necessary um yeah it's it's a wild time um for everyone and for artists like I can only imagine like how you're experiencing it like and everyone else like I know it's very difficult yeah yeah oh I I was also in painting um when I don't know COVID hit uh Guelph and I was working on like a couple oil paintings and I just tried to do it at home but couldn't it was just too much the toxic materials and like trying to find someplace in the middle of winter that's well ventilated yeah Uh, our student homes are definitely not set up for that no not at all not at (laughs) all Already breaking some of the safety violations. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and just like, I don't know how else to put this other than like the vibe of being on campus and with classmates definitely motivates me to do work. Mm. So being at home, like I loved my roommates, don't get me wrong, but they're not creative people. Mm. And to bounce ideas off of them, it just, it was not (laughs) conducive to my learning and growing as an artist. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that sentiment echoed in a lot of uh, artists I know, that social aspect of like being in a shared studio space is something that we really value and are realizing how important it is now that it's gone. Yeah, I definitely think I took that for granted when (laughs) I had it. And I I didn't even know. I didn't know it until it was gone. Um. Well, I guess on that note, do you have any tips for artists that are trying to work from home right now? Um, work small. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, honestly, like, take notes, like, write down any ideas, even while you're trying to fall asleep and something's in your mind, you're going to forget it. Write it down. It may not be good, but it may be good in the moment. Um. But I definitely say working small and just continuously creating, whether it be just coloring, drawing lines, like literally anything. Just keep moving, like just try and keep yourself motivated and stay in a positive mindset, too, because once you get into the negative one, it just goes downhill from there. Yeah, yeah, especially in the environment that we're all in. Not not much good news very often and uh, a lot of isolation. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of heartbreak. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And you're in your fifth year? Yeah. All right, so you're just about wrapping up? Yeah, I am, which <laughs> it's kind of bittersweet that it's ending the way it is. Um, mm. But I've applied for my master's in both 
studio and art history. So we'll see. Uh, see where that takes me in the fall. <laughs> Do you have yeah. any tentative career plans or? Um, <laughs> to be honest. Direction or? <laughs> um, I've always wanted to work in like a gallery setting or a museum. Um, I always told myself it didn't matter what I was doing as long as I got in there. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think I'm leaning definitely towards a career in the art history field somewhere. So very interesting. Wow. Yeah. 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 I I've decided uh, to pursue a career in art management. Um, so maybe we'll run into each other in the future. Yeah. <laughs> in some sort no, of No, definitely. That's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we're we're just about at time. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Where can we find your art? Yeah. Um. So you can find my art at Riley Rumble on Instagram, all lowercase, R-Y-L-E-E-R-U-M-B-L-E. Um, I try and post updates. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> were try. Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's just the finished product, but I'm trying to better myself at documenting the whole entire process and not just the beginning and the end. So, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Riley. It's been a pleasure. Well, thank you for having me. This is so, so nice. And it's so nice to meet you, too. Yeah, you too. It was good to put a face to uh, paintings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and to a name, too, because it's mm-hmm. like I've heard so much about like you and your work as well. So it was finally nice to meet you. <laughs> yes, you as well. Um, and I wish you the best of luck with uh, the rest of your schooling and I guess beyond as well. Thank you. You too. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for uh, speaking with Jazz. Um, And thank you to everyone that's listening to the Interviewing Artist series. Um, You can check us out on our website at juriedartshow.ca or on Instagram at juriedartshow. Um, Well, I guess this is goodbye. (laughs) 